Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Whammo! 
welcome, welcome to an all new episode of Ross Patterson Revolution. I feel great today. I feel fantastic today. How you feel, Jabes? I feel amazing. Yeah, you look amazing. Oh my gosh, yeah. how sweet. Yeah. How sweet of you. Sweet. Day after Valentine's Day. Uh, sweet. I know. Still sweet, sweet the day after. You are still sweet the day after. <laughs> No, you are. Oh, stop it. Oh, thank you. Stop it. Thank you. Stop it. I I like to deflect all praise from me and give to others. Ah. Not true. Yeah. When did that start? Nope. Nope. Not. Yeah. Never. 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 Definitely not true. I want to talk about what we did for Valentine's Day yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Because it is not our typical fare, by the way. No, it's. No, it's not what we usually no, do. We, no. we like to... We usually go out on a nice date. Yeah. Dinner. We like to eat. We like to drink. No, It's no secret. No. Okay? Nope. It's no secret. Boom. Shabangers, Shabangers. Yeah. Any excuse yeah. to try a new place. Sure. <laughs> but we didn't do that last night. We Instead, because our, our child is, uh, is about to turn four. Sure. Um, so he's... Uh, aware of his surroundings. Sure. Knows where he's Fun going. to be around. Yes. You can talk looks to for- him. Yeah, looks yeah. forward to going to places with us. And uh, uh, so, uh, some, some of our beef fries called us and said, hey, they got some kids our age. You, you want to take them to this pirate show in Myrtle Beach? Sure. Myrtle. Myrtle. Um, and we, you all know what goes down in Myrtle Beach. But what I didn't know that goes down in Myrtle Beach is the fact that it... The, to me, it felt like a medieval times restaurant, but yes. it was pirate themed. Yes, that was the idea. Yeah, and they had, like, un- unlike medieval times, they had like acrobats. Oh yeah, they were diving into water. There was a big pirate ship in the middle. There was the whole thing. It was like a big stadium size too. Like it was like holy shit. Like this is the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that made me laugh about it was Myrtle's about an hour from here. Sure. Uh, easy drive, no big deal. Yeah. Um, I, I was having a tough day work-wise, as is a lot of things going on. And um, I remember when we got there, you were like, hey, why don't you hit the bar? There was a, yeah. a face paint station, face paints and uh, uh, hat. Like a, It was almost like a wardrobe fitting. You got, yeah. to, you got to be a pirate and do whatever you wanted. I cozy up to the barkeep and uh, give him a little rap on the beak. Tell them they had two options. Why'd you hit the bartender? Ah, he needed it. He needed it. <laughs> he needed it. He was dressed as, like a pirate. As I felt soon as I wanted to get I, like I wanted to get in the character, and I was like, I'm having a bad as day. As soon so, as sorry. you sit down sorry at the bar, it. boom! You just sock the bartender, and then it's smooth sailing. It's not a sock. It's a low wrap on the beat. But okay, so you just kind of flick him on the on the it's like that. face. Yeah. Boom, a little rap sure, on the beat. Sure. Right across as the nose. As soon as you sit down. I don't, this I, is before what I, I was can, what can I get you? Yep. This is everything. Yep. So like standing. So after that point, yeah. then you can just set the tone yeah. for the whole interaction. He knows not to bother me. Like, you know, when I need something, I'll I'll whistle. If I clap my hands once, I want a drink. Don't make me clap my hands twice. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And you're a dream come true. Yeah, he he knew. He knew. <laughs> You are um, a dream Because again, <laughs> you're all in character. So when you walk into like a I medieval know. times restaurant or yeah. the pirate restaurant, you immediately go into character because they're in character. Right. Everybody around you is in character. Mm-hmm. They're all mic'd up. They got their own shit going on. And uh, with, with that, um, you kind of fall into it where you're like, yeah, 
All right, we're on a fucking pirate ship in the 1600s. I'm ready to give somebody a rap on the beat and get some drinks. To that point, the, the two liquors that they offered are, and I got that. I got a lot of R. Um, it yeah. makes me so uncomfortable, but I we'll know, talk about that later. That was the only letter in the alphabet, by the way. Um, was 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 that last night? R yeah, everywhere we yeah, everywhere yeah, we went, yeah. and uh, which is fun. That's part of the whole magic, totally, of it and the whole shit. I want you to stay in character. So when I asked him, I was like, uh, "Hey, I'd like a drink," and he was like, "Well, we only only serve what they served back then." Oh no! You know, I got I got that uh, that that pirate voice. Oh, we only serve what we serve back then, and sure. I was like, "Great, what did you serve back then?" Beer and uh, uh, a couple liquors. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. You guys had beer back then? And they were like, yeah, yeah, we did, matey. You know, and I was like, oh, oh fantastic. What kind of beer? Because just out of curiosity, I, w- I want to know. I was expecting like a deep lager, you know, like a uh, brown, sure. like old school thing. Sure. Corona lights. Oh. I was like, whoa. How very. Yeah. That is the opposite of, opposite of of pirates. Sure. E to me like mm-hmm. uh, you don't nobody comes strong with a corona light i'm pissed off when somebody gives me a corona light or if i go to somebody's house and they have corona lights that's that's fucked that's fucking bullshit it's right. it's water at that point yeah um remember the coronitas and I, don't, I don't like it yeah yep don't i'm not a fan of those either my brother accidentally got them one time when i was when he was like charged to go right get the beer or whatever and he's just like ah and they're they're just a little bit small enough that you could be like, ah, yeah. is it me? Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's like Maybe holding it, me. just like, yeah. Yeah. God, I feel like I've grown or like, what is going on? And then you're like, ah, yeah. just about like two ounces less. What's the point? But go ahead. So they had Corona lights, uh, some Heineken. And I was just like, I don't get down on either of those. So I was like, what, what, what do we got liquor wise? What are we talking about? Ah, again, two types of liquor. Great. What are they? Rum. Oh, of course. Very piratey. There you go. And tequila. And I was yeah. like, yeah. Again, I see a little bit of a Mexican theme slash. Same. Yeah. Same. Odd choices. Um, went with the tequila. Threw down, you know, hey, throw a couple shots on ice. Let's fucking, let's do this. Because you not, already wrapped on the beak. So you're getting yeah, the extra Yeah, yeah. And, and again, if you're, if you're asking why, why, why I threw it on ice, it, it, it was not good tequila. And I knew that and was just like, I'm going to have to spice this up as much as I can just to make this tolerable. Sure. I mean, it was bottom basement tequila, you know, and I wasn't even going to ask why they had that. I knew the answer because that's what the pirates drink, you know, right. Like, you're not going to have top shelf uh, fucking Casamigos or something like that. Like, you're just not going to have it. Casamigos. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got the two shots of tequila, get the, get, get the ice, really lemon, lime that fucking shit up just to get some flavoring in this in this tequila. And I walk over to where you guys are in the makeup station and yeah. I, I, the makeup chair turns around and I was like, hey, buddy, what'd you get? Painted like a skeleton, like but, a but like a, a real yeah. listic yes. like Hollywood skeleton. And I was like, what the fuck? I mean, I was gone for five minutes. Yeah, it wasn't long. No. And even me, I was like paying. I, I was paying and then I came came to the chair and yeah. he had already told her that he wanted a skeleton Yep, full go for it. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it was like dark all the way around the eyes, like white everywhere cuts and cracks and like it looked shading. Amazing. It, it, it looked like, like ah! yeah, it looked like he was an extra, um, you know, at fucking pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the and Caribbean, like, that one Christ. part where the dead skeletons yeah, 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 are yeah. in the, the treasure. And I was like, fuck man, you did this in five minutes. 
I laughed so hard and it made my entire day. Um, the beauty of it is you bought, you ended up buying a picture cause they come in, they take like 900 pictures of you and they ask you to buy them. Yeah. It's you a bought classic. a picture. The way the makeup is with the skeleton, it could have been any child. It could have been any child, but I loved the picture only cause he's just like so in character. He's in character. Yeah. So stoic. Yeah. And he's never like that. So it was like really weird that that makeup just totally changed his whole. Sure. He never does that. No, 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 no. Uh, the other Whatever. thing that I find hilarious at these places. Um, and again, we had a, we had a great time. Um, it was fun for the whole family. Oh, it was so fun. It was great. I loved it. Um, I, I enjoyed going to medieval times as a kid. All uh, of it. went a couple times. I, we even went in Vegas. We got fucked up in Vegas and went, uh, do they have it at Vegas? Oh yeah. They have it at the Excalibur. I would go. Would you really? I would. Yeah. Because then you see the jousting and, it, yeah. and, and the whole shit. So I would, we I got would. real fucked up and went to uh, years and years ago. I, I would say 15 years ago and went to the Excalibur show and did the whole thing. And we were like, ah, you know, calling the waitress a wench and all that shit. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, wench. And stayed in those Again, voices all night. Yeah. Right, you're a we got dream the hats. Dream come true. We got the hats. We got the whole thing. And, it, and like it was our joke as we were in Vegas, but it, it got me to thinking last night when we saw other people there without children. And I was like, huh, why are you going to this show without why? children? Because you're not in Vegas. We're in Myrtle Beach. We're in Myrtle. And it's, it's a lot of money for like a show that's really cool, but for kids, amazing, yes. right? For you, it's like, oh, wow, that's cool. And they have kids come up and do certain activities. Sure. Like, you know, it's very kid-oriented. Very kid-oriented. But I was surprised to see grown-ass people like in their 50s just chilling. Where yeah. it was just like, oh, they're really here for the show. Like this oh, yeah. is And the, the dinner, cup, maybe. The, uh, well, I'm not going to get into the food there. But uh, it, was, it was definitely a pirate's life there. Uh, you know, it was a, yeah. definitely a pirate's life food. Um, mm-hmm. the food at these places is never the best, but they, that's, the, that, that, that's the excuse of it is, and this is what we had back then. Same with medieval times. Right. You get what you get. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Eh, it is what it is. It is what it is. I will say the only thing about those things is I get really uncomfortable with the people like super in character. Yeah. In that capacity. It's the same reason why I can't go to like a super cheesy musical, even if it's Broadway. Right. But there's this idea of like, I, I don't know. It's, it, it just makes me uncomfortable. Like, I, I like it and I enjoy it. My, my one thing, though, is having been in the entertainment industry for so long at this point, I look at them as actors and, and I'm like, fuck, how and why did you get to this point that you're doing the pirate show at, in Myrtle Beach every night? Yeah. And I ran into, I took my son to the bathroom. I ran into a couple of them on the way out of the bathroom mm-hmm. and I overheard them talking pirates out of character. They thought nobody was around. Oh, yeah. yeah, wow. yeah. Behind the, the veil. And the one guy was like, man, I did not think this was going to be fucking sold out tonight. This is going to be an awesome show. And I was just like, ah, shit. Um, but, but the other, on the other hand, I, I think of it this way of, if you want to talk about real acting, like just genuine real acting for an hour. A show is an hour and a half, right? Mm-hmm. You go on a set of a movie, a big budget movie, you know, whatever. Say the fucking, uh, I don't know, Tron or fucking uh, Black Panther, whatever's coming out this weekend. Sure. You're lucky to maybe be, maybe be acting total uh, 15, 20 minutes out of the day. 
Oh, yeah. A lot of sitting around, a lot of like makeup, a yeah. lot of special effects. You don't have to do a- anything near what these fucking people oh were God. doing for no, an hour and a half. I know, I know. And I like know. the acrobatics and all of this shit. Maybe that's why it makes me uncomfortable. Because there's like a fake smile and like a cheerleading type pose and yeah, posing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just, you just know they might be dead inside. Yes. And, and, <laughs> uh. and it's just this like, oh, wow. And like the guy and the love story is totally gay. Yeah, and like, yeah. you know, it's just. <sighs> he was a homosexual man and, and that's fine. But you could, you know, he was with a hot, attractive lady and you were like, oh, he definitely does not want to be. I wonder. With her. I wonder if it's just pirates in general, because there are like a couple shows in town here where there's like a pirate community and around everywhere. There's sort of like a pirate community where these people, it's kind of akin to like Renaissance fair, right? Sure. But they really like, they all dress up. They all like stay in character even when they don't have to be and grow out dreadlocks as like a 55 year old man. And like, yeah. Um, buy all these like swashbuckling stuff and maybe it could be just pirates. Like maybe could medieval be. times won't make me as uncomfortable. Nah, I Do you doubt know what it. I mean? I doubt it. It's you're this a, pirate community where like they really Yeah, they live, live it. it. They live that life. Um, and it's really weird. But, but my, my question is like for the actors, do they view that as a stepping stone? Is what, that's what makes me uncomfortable. So that's my uncomfortable part of it. Uh, it's not the people themselves. The show is great. Um, but I, I just want, I want to know their backstory where it's like, I wish, I, truthfully, I wish we'd get one of them on the show. That oh would be God. amazing. And just sit down and be like, hey, what, why, how, when did this all break out for you? Like, what, what, like, and how do, do you, you see this it? going down? Exactly. Like, is this the end? Do you love just living in Myrtle? Yeah. And fulfilling like acting, which I always say is like, if you really want to do it, you can do it anyway. Exactly. You're not going to be famous. You might be in a pirate show, but you'll live in your a place in Myrtle. You yeah. have your family. You can like get your acting. And that's a fun job for an hour and a half out of your day. And if it pays decent, like fuck, why not? Totally. Um, and and to you know all these actors who bitch in Hollywood about you know I don't want to do press and I want to do real acting and all this other shit. It's like, hey man, you don't want to do press. That's part of fucking making movies and TV shows. So you should probably not do that. Because right. I'm sure the pirate show would love to have you in Myrtle Beach. Right. And you don't have to do any press. Mm-hmm. And you can just act for an hour and a half straight out of the day that you will never get on a, on a big if budget really movie. you really just like acting. Yeah. yeah. If, you re- if you really love and you acting. you like the audience. Absolutely. And the feedback. Yeah. Because yeah, like. yeah, yeah. there's a card at the end. They'll tell you. Oh. You fill out that card of your feedback. You'll get your acting feedback real quick. Sure. Uh, you'll only get a couple reviews for that one movie that comes out once a year. But guess what? You're getting reviewed at the pirate show every night. Ugh. Every night. Sure. Sure. Um, but it was fun. That, that, that was a that was a fun time. And like, oh, it was awesome. Uh, it was a, a nice break from reality for the the rest of the day. Um, and I like the fact that they didn't let you use phones in there. Oh yeah. Um, cause I, man, I'm starting to like that more and more, by the way, I saw this, uh, th- Joe Rogan's doing it now. Uh, Chappelle's been doing it for a while. Um, they're handing out cases now that you lock your cell phone up. You can keep it on you. Uh, it's a foam case. Probably, it probably looks like this koozie. Mm-hmm. Um, and your same thing, same material. I forget the name of the company, but you slide your cell phone in it. They lock it for you. And if you want to get it out of this, you have to go outside into the lobby 
talk to the people at the kiosk and then and have, have them, them open it. it. Yeah. I like it. I, I do too. So Cause that was, the, that was one of the going. first times that I've been out in a while. Sorry to interrupt you, but no, no. that's it's, uh, I didn't have a, like 90 cameras in front of my face where it was just like, ah, shit. True, huh? Yeah. And yeah. for an hour and a half, I didn't think about shit. I actually turned my phone off. Love it. And I was just like, great. And I'm finding that more and more where it's just like, ah, oh, man, the convenience of that's the, that's the goal. I think now is, is to be rich enough that you never have to use your phone. I don't, I'm tired. Like phone calls, all that other shit. Like I really don't need it. Like the only there's only a handful of people I really want to talk to throughout the day. So it's like, right. or rich enough that you can like turn it off at like seven. Yeah. Yeah. Five or six. Shut her like down. That yeah. end of the work day yeah. and be like, sorry, you couldn't get a hold of me, bud. Try me tomorrow at eight or nine when it's like everyone does business or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, which, which would be nice. Um, the other the other thing would be nice is just get, you know, fly out of the country and then, sorry, I'm out of the country. Oh, yeah, we'll do that again for <laughs> sure. So, hey, sorry. Sure. I'm out of the country. Uh, we get, look, we, we don't have an, on, a, on a pirate's rant. Um, let's get into the sponsors and then we'll dive into the show, kids. First and foremost, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee. Boom. Boom. Uh, big fan of these guys. Huge, huge fan. They are our show sponsor for all of 2018. Top of the show, you hear them in our theme song. Um, they're my look. They're my favorite coffee there is, and it it just you know it worked out that it's it's my best friends that own it, and they came on sponsored the show for the year. I, I've been a member of their coffee club for shit man a year and a half now. I think at this point, uh, just gets dropped off at my house. Same day of the month, every single month, they send you an email, let you know that it's coming, uh, and they got a, a bunch of delicious blends. It's premium, uh, premium roast to order coffee. That means they make it in house, bag it, and then ship it out like two days later. So it's fucking great. They got K cups, they got bags. Uh, just black and caffeinated as fuck is my jam. Uh, use the promo code Drinking Bros. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, or Revolution for twenty percent off. Each one works. We're all friends. Each here. one works. I, We're all I, I do both shows. So. Um, drinking bros or revolution for 20% off uh, drinking bros only works once though revolution though works forever until they shut it down forever. until they shut it down and their apparel is amazing uh, I'm always wearing their gear I get I get one of their their new hats on today uh, big big fan of uh, blackriflecoffee.com next up we've got straightrazors.com there it is James there it is um, I want to highlight their shampoos and conditioners um, I'm a big, big fan of this. They got, uh, they got this aftershave that someone ranks in the world called smolder. And I don't know what kind of scent or flavoring or whatever you call it, but it smells delightful. Um, and it's their aftershave. I use that every day. They use the same thing inside the shampoo and conditioner there now too. So that's smolder as well. So you smell really fucking great all goddamn day long. Um, from and, head and to toe. Same with their cologne, man. I'm a huge fan of it. It's called Smolder as well. Let alone the straight razors I use every day. But uh, uh, their shaving kits are second to none. If you're a guy out there trying to get dude products, this is the company you go to. Uh, go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Uh, finest shaving and man products in the biz. I'm a big, big fan of them. Uh, God, I can't, I can't say enough good things about straightrazors.com. Last but not least, we've got strikeforceenergy.com. 
boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Ooh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, you, you drug it out at the end. That's nice. Um, this is the this is the the new guy here. Um, this is this is the grape. Oh, did I just name a movie of mine? Weird. Um, kidding. <laughs> what? <laughs> you looked at me weird. Like what? And I was like, oh, uh, the grape. Grape is is the new flavor. It's my favorite flavor. I'm using this in fucking everything now. Um, I used to use the fucking orange and uh, in the original all the time. I'm moving on to grape. I, I fucking love it. Strikeforceenergy.com, premier energy drink company in the biz now. You can kick the can. You don't need Red Bull. You don't need Kickstart, Monster, any of that shit. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Get a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. Those boxes are only $9.95 a piece, and they ship everywhere in the entire world. They also have a subscription of the month club, same as Black Rifle Coffee. And uh, you can just get it shipped to you. You don't need those cans taking up space and all that shit. Um, and it's cheap as fuck. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off and go to strikeforceenergy.com. Uh, they've also got these 750 milliliter bottles here that are just off screen that you can boom, boom, uh, put on your countertop or bar top and get wet. Get motherfucking wet. Uh, Jabes, I hate to start off on a downer. Uh, it's another school shooting yesterday. 17 people were murdered, um, including that teacher, man. Uh, I just, AR-15s and, uh, and the, the kid, the, the, the fucking kid is, uh, I, you know, I'm not even going to say his fucking name. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, he's 19 years old. He uh, was a former student. And now he'll be, he'll get the pleasure of spending the rest of his life, uh, getting raped repeatedly in jail. And, um, I, I do like that's that going to be a long, long rest of your life in that fucking prison in Florida. For sure. I do like that. He's alive. Like there's something about, I do like, too. it's usually, they usually either kill themselves or, or they're get, killed by or, police or get killed. They're... Yeah. I think there is, and we've talked about this before. I think there is no worse hell on this earth. Then at 19 years old, your life is barely started at that point. Then spending it the rest of it in jail for some for a crime this heinous. Uh, have fun with that, bud. Especially you- if he had mental problems, which he definitely did, and he gets on the right medication and is like, "Holy fuck!" Which happens a lot of the time. Yeah, where I, you're still in jail, yeah. you still have to serve life, but now you have. A clear vision of what you did. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I you can ask that hell. fucking James Holmes guy, the Colorado shooter, who shot mm. up that theater. Why don't you ask him how he's doing now? Right. Um, I read an article recently um, after he got convicted of that. You know, and he, you know, he had the red hair and those crazy eyes, and he was just like, "Oh, I'm crazy. I'm crazy." And then they evaluated him, and he's not crazy. Right. Uh, he tried to play it off like that thought I could get into a mental ward or, or, mm. or something, not have to go to jail. And there was, there was some security guards who were working in that jail uh, where he was at. And they were like, man, there was a day where it finally set in for that kid. Like, cause they, they said the kid was trying to act crazy in jail, like that he was a mental right. patient. And the, the cop, the, oh God. the that's sec- crazy in itself. Yeah. But, but he's trying to play the game thinking he could get out of it. And he didn't And the security guards in the prison were like, yeah, man, there was a point where it just like, we knew he wasn't crazy. And they were like, there was a point where it set in that he had just killed all these people and was going to spend the rest of his life in prison the next 70 years there. And he, you know, he had a mental fucking break at that point. It's like, awesome. 
Yeah. Awesome. Cause it, yes, yes, yes. cause even then it's just going to keep getting worse. Like as the days go on, when you realize you're spending life in there at 19 or at 21 or whatever that other kid was like, Jesus Christ, I, I, I you'd, you'd probably rather be dead. Um, the yeah. worst, the worst part about this, this kid that, you know, that happened yesterday is the FBI was warned. He'd been posting shit, uh, for a long time. A, a bunch of his classmates when they got interviewed on the news last night, we're like, we knew it. We all knew this. Um, did, did they say something? Yeah, everybody did. And they said they, they blatantly, and so much so that the FBI checked on it. Uh, his Instagram feed was all guns, bullets, shit. And like, at, but, but in school while you're still in high school. Okay. Cause he, okay. The, kid okay. Wa- the kid was expelled okay. uh, from this school, came back a year later and then shot up the school. But it, all of his, Facebook messages, uh, YouTube, like he, he, like after the last incident, he said, I'm going to be the next school shooter. He said that on YouTube, the FBI paid him a visit. They were warned about him and nothing happened. Um, so I, I, I don't know what more really could have been done. The kids at school all knew, and they reported him numerous times of like, Hey, this, this motherfucker is going to shoot up the school. Look at his social media posts. Um, so I, they they did nothing about this. And, uh, I, you know, besides putting, um, metal detectors or armed guards in school, um, I don't know what you, you do anymore. I look, I love the idea of instead of putting like these security guards at school who don't like you, you, did you have security guards at your school, your high school and growing up? Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, we did. And it was one, like one or two. Um, there was a cop that was like yeah, exactly. kind of driving around, but there was no. Right. We had one. We had one there and uh, but he wasn't armed. Right. Um, I, back then, look, you didn't have to be because this this shit didn't he was happen. Just catching people that were going off campus. And yeah, smoking. And shit. Exactly. That was that was what ours was. And um, I, I think to, in today's society. You should put, you know, at least two armed guards at a school. Um, And I look, I I think and and again, instead of them being security officers or mall cops or something on a a light lower level like that, I I think it would be great if because look, a a lot of veterans need jobs when they come back from overseas. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they're trying to transition back into the real world like this would be a great way to hire veterans immediately by just putting two at every school they already know how to handle uh firearms situations yeah like i I think it would be great i think the kids going to school would feel safer um i think i think it would be an easy way of of bringing a lot of jobs to to american schools and like you know growing up with it again we had a couple at our school they weren't armed and they didn't really do shit but like um, would the schools pay for that? I, I, me personally, I think the government should pay for it. Right. I, think the, I was going to say the schools don't have money to the schools do, do not that. have money, but I, I <laughs> but, think, I think our, our federal government yes. should pay for it Yeah, and put them in all schools. And just as a, just in case you already have, and again, you already have security guards there anyways, at most schools, right? Why not put veterans there who could really, I mean, this, this kid, this fucking guy, if, 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 if he got off a couple of shots, you're going to tell me that a, a, you know, a United States veteran couldn't just, I mean, run, tear through these hallways and, and fucking pick this, this kid well, off. Well, they'd see him rolling up. Yeah. 
So, and, and it's like, dude, I, I, I would feel safer as a parent. Um, I think it's, it'd be a great job solution. It would create a lot of jobs for veterans coming back from overseas. And, uh, I think it would be a win-win on that sitch, me like personally. It. Um, but, uh, you know, other than again, metal detectors and shit, like, I don't know what else you do. Like the, the, the kids at school all warned them, all, all warned their, their teachers. They warned the principals. Yeah. Um, the FBI was warned and they went and, and visited this kid. So, uh, again, I, I don't know what more you can do, um, to, to prevent something like this other than, cause you're right now you're telling kids that, Hey, if you see something, go say something. They yeah. did. They did. Um, and that's what happens. We do nothing. Well, they paid him a visit and then what? That, that, that was it. it. That was it. I checked on him and you know, we don't, I, I don't see know. anything wrong with all the firearms you have. I, or? I, I don't know. Like to, to me, a kid that young posting firearms all over, uh, Yes. Social media yes. is, is fucked up. Like, yes. um, I, and again, look, you have to be 18 to join the military and all that shit. If you're in the military and everything else, or, you know, your dad's a hunter or something, but like the shit that he was posting was like fucking, you know, right. uh, everything you could imagine where you're just like, I mean, he put one, like I, I, and I saw it before his, his account got ripped because what happens in situations like this, Facebook will come in, Instagram will come in and then pulled down these, these yeah. killers accounts. And I got to see it before it got ripped. And it was like, the kid posted like a, a box of ammo with his own blood smeared on it a few weeks back. And it was just, yeah. You guys. We were like, Hey man, uh, you know, that person's going to shoot up some shit. And everybody else was warned. So I, you know, and again, I look, I know the gun control debate is going to be out, but, um, yeah. On this one, fuck, it couldn't have been enough warning signs. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It, it's, it's sad. Unfortunately, I think it's going to continue to happen until something is in place. Right. Um, again, either armed guards mm -hmm. or metal detectors or something. And uh, uh, me, personally, I vote for the armed guards. Right. That's me. Uh, it would create a lot of jobs. And uh, as a parent, dropping my kid off, I'd feel safe as shit. If, uh, if a veteran was at the, uh, a couple vets were at, were, were at the door, the doorstep. Great. Cool. I, if something does pop off, I, these guys are going to take them out real quick. So I don't know a suggestion, not that, uh, any, like anybody it. from the federal government is listening to this show, but if sure, they were, but I like it, they were, um, I want to talk about the, the Ryan Murphy, the Netflix thing now. Um, okay. Switch. cause completely switch gears. Cause again, I, I don't. I don't know what else to add for this, for the school shooting. I, I'm not going to, you know, we did the thoughts and prayers episode a long time ago where I'm done with sending thoughts and prayers. Cause it's just like, I, there was enough warning signs on this. It's you feel fucking awful because 19 families got immediately ripped apart. I, but until something is done, something, anything, uh, I, this, will, this will unfortunately probably continue to happen. Um, but, uh, I want to talk about, uh, I want to switch gears altogether and just talk about something else. Um, the, the Netflix conversation we had last week about Ryan Murphy. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Netflix taking over the world. And then we're talking about how prolific of a producer Ryan Murphy is. Um, they just made him the most prolific producer of all time. They gave him $300 million, Netflix did. Um, mm -hmm. Taking him out of his Fox deal. He had a deal with Fox and FX. And uh, that is now over. Um, 
I've never, well, because it's, it's never happened, but uh, nobody's ever gotten 300 million as a producer. Not Bruckheimer, Jerry Bruckheimer, not Spielberg, no one. Like Spielberg got started his own studio, um, but uh, somebody getting 300 million as an advance for five years for, uh, for all of your projects is unbelievable. And I, again, I said, I said this a couple of weeks ago or whenever that show was that he was the best in the, in the television business doing it. Oh, and, yeah. um, and it's true. I, I mean, the one thing that FX, the president of F- FX was like, because they, you know, they immediately hit him up and they were like, how do you feel? And then he was like, oh, you know, FX will go on. Problem is three of your top rated shows at FX, all three are Ryan Murphy shows. And, you know, this guy is a hit king. You know, we we're into Versace right now and it's uh, incredible. Uh, But, you know, you want to date back to his his original shows. I mean, you're looking at uh, uh, Nip Tuck. Um, I didn't know he produced the Americans on FX as well. Right. So the Americans, American Horror Story. Now you've got um, these true crime stories Mm -hmm. with people versus OJ and Versace. He did Glee. I mean. His credits are so diverse across the board that it's like, fuck, is it like it's it did take me, for example, I'm a, a comedian. I'm a comedic fucking performer, actor, producer and writer I, it, coming up with a hardcore drama like the Americans after doing Glee or something seems next to impossible where it's like, shit, I could maybe come up with that. I, I, I could come up with the idea for a good drama, but executing it. And the fashion that he's executing these shows in is fucking really tough. I mean, it's, it is unbelievable what he's doing. Um, and it, to, to compare him to somebody today, I think his only comparison television-wise is probably Shonda Rhimes. Right. But Shonda Rhimes is doing, you know, Scandal, Grey's Anatomy, uh, The Murder Show. Um, their drama's kind of in the same vein. I, I mean, I, I couldn't see Shonda Rhimes pulling off Glee. No. Like a, a full-scale she, musical. She's pretty in the same vein, though, right? She's great. And, but everything that she does... And again... It's kind of the same. Guess who bought her out? No. Netflix bought her what out. What did I tell you? They bought her out... Uh, I want to say that deal was maybe four months ago, three or four months ago. And now they got Ryan Murphy. And it's like, they're just stacking it up. Um, because... I told you they're taking over the world. The, the problem is when you go in and pitch these network shows, and I've been through this gauntlet for years and years and years and years, is to, just to get one on the air. There's one on the air. As I've sold five TV shows. Um, one is on the air, and I was unhappy with the direction. One's currently on the air. Uh, that I was un- unhappy with the direction of it. It was for my best friend, one of my best friends. Um, oh, right, right, right. They right. changed the, the format completely, the... Uh, the characters, everything across the board. And I was like, hey, I love you. Go with God. And it's, it's still on the air. And uh, she ended up getting another show off of it. Wow. Because that's what happens. You, get, you just get one on for one or two seasons. And uh, you get another show. And get, But overcoming that hurdle of getting one on the air is so fucking difficult. That like Ryan Murphy and Shonda Rhimes and those guys. Like to get that many shows on that are successful is insanely hard insanely hard and there's only a a few of them out there so by netflix doing this and picking these guys off like that um 
it's smart because there's not a lot of producers out there who can keep grinding out hits like that, multiple hit shows. So uh, good for him, man. Um, and it sets a cool precedent going forward for anybody in that that realm. Um, I, I would be surprised if Jason Blum isn't next. Uh, big, big, huge um, horror producer. He does. Uh, he did Get Out. He did all the Insidious franchise, Saw, all that shit. Uh, I did. I think his first movie for him back in the day. And uh, that guy's a gangster and a super hustler and an amazing talent. I would be surprised now with these big deals getting shelled out if he's not next. Um, I know he's got a deal movie deal with a studio, but I, I can I can promise you Jason Blum's going to get picked off soon in the TV world as well. Because I think that's a guy who could re- replicate the success. Other than that, most of these shows are one-offs, one and done, where it's like you create something, maybe get another show on five or six years later, and you know, right. So, uh, but yeah, and then and then Netflix taking over the world. Right? The Chris Rock show dropped last night. His uh, special, yeah, mm-hmm. comedy special, and he got twenty million for it. Mm. So Chris Rock got twenty million a piece for two shows. So another one's coming. Another one's okay. coming. Um, I, li- I like the fact that Netflix is dropping these unannounced just the day before. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, shit. I-, I, knew, I-, I knew in advance Chris Rock was doing you know, a couple shows on Netflix. I didn't know when they were going to air. And they never tell you. And they're, they're just like, hey, Valentine's Day. Here it is. Boom. Have fun. And, I uh, love that, too. So do I. Uh, and uh, the show, look, I, I was a, I, Chris Rock is, is one of our finest stand-up comedians. I would say of all time. Um, fuck, there was, there was a couple of his shows that are all-timers. And uh, it was good to see him back on stage and good to see him with, with content um, again. And uh, I, the first half of the show was super racial. It was. It was all about, you know, I mean, he opened strong, like hard, where he was like, I wish cops would start killing a white kid here and there. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, oh, I mean, that was boy. before he even said, hey, how are you guys? Yep. I mean, it was Didn't just even bother. Just grab the mic. Right in, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, I kind of like that. Just start right with the jokes. We're not going to pretend that like you're just coming up with it on the spot. No, no, no. Well, you know, which is fine. Um, and he puts he's he's a stand up comedian that puts a lot of time into his shows. So like. Oh, he'll work on it for, for a year, yeah. year and a half. Longer, um, yeah. yeah. Louis C.K. will do it. Same thing, year and a half. Um, just to perfect it and, uh, and, and, and do it. Um, the racial shit to start with, to me, was just like, God damn it, man. If one white comedian opened up with 20 minutes straight of here's, here's why I hate black people, it, it would be fucking bulls on parade, like insanity in the streets. Um, I mean, you'd get killed for it. How, how you're able to do that as a black comedian is, is unbelievable to me, especially about cops and killing white kids where you're just like, all right, right cool. Um, cause then he went on to say like, D he's trying to teach his, his daughters about growing up in a white man's world and how, you know, he only gives white objects to his kid that are heavy, hot or sharp. So that way they're already that feel fearful of white people, white and you're just like, man, you're Chris Rock. I know how much money Chris Rock has made. Yeah. Like, Chris Rock is, is, is worth in the 200 million range. Um, you don't live in the inner city 
you don't have any struggles. Your kids don't have any struggles. You're Chris fucking rock. Like to me, opening with that is like, I, I, you can't, I, you can't relate anymore. And how horrible to like openly say that he's making his kids racist. Yeah. Yeah. Already. Fear, fearful up, white people. I just want to let you like, know. Yeah. White people are the enemy. Yep. You have to watch out for them. Yeah. They're going to hurt you. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, his kids are in private school, white private schools. Like, uh-huh. um, so if you were a, like a man of the streets and be careful of the white man, let your kids go to public school. They're all, uh, every right. public school in New York is most of them, especially in like Brooklyn or Bronx, are like predominantly black. Right. So you're already just shipping them away to an all white school. Cause, cause why? What's the answer to that? Hmm. Yeah. Strange. Oh, you want them to get a, a good education. But and you're get... so scared of white people. Uh, Why send them to yeah. a school with all white people there? Yeah. So I, I but the first 20 minutes of the show was like, fuck this. Uh, last half hour, though, because it was an hour. He did an hour show. Last half hour was great. It was mm-hmm. fucking old school Chris Rock. And it was really, really fucking funny. He also opened up about his divorce, which uh, uh, I kind of like was like, what? He yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got, not only did he what get was divorced that yesterday, I, I know, but he opened up about it, and that yeah. seems to be the trend. Kevin Hart is currently on tour, and he's so Chris Rock got divorced for he got caught cheating on his wife uh, on his cell phone. You can watch the special if you want, but he was on his cell phone. Three women, uh, three different women, he was he was with, and uh, he talks about getting caught and everything else. And like, I look the new Kevin Hart. Uh, show that's touring the country called irresponsible is about the same thing about him cheating on on his wife his pregnant wife and uh how he's a terrible person but uh what i found interesting about that 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 last half of the the show and very similar to Chappelle was the open honesty about it of like oh wow you really just are you're going into it he also said he had a like a a hardcore addiction to porn that he had to overcome and it was just like what um wow yeah and uh i i was not expecting that where i was just like what that that's you're 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 already fucking three different women and you still have an addiction to porn and he talked he talked about it openly is that trying to like justify it a little bit was it kind of like that was why he said he said look i was a shitty person i should never get divorced and i was a bad husband so i you know he was completely open and honest about it. And he goes, don't get divorced because it fucking ruins your life. And, uh, and he was talking about being on Tinder. And, and he said he uses his real name. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, it seems like a nightmare Nightmare. To me. Nightmare. And, uh, yeah. So, I, but overall, you know, look, fucking skip through the first 20. The last 40 is pretty fucking good. Um, but he, it, 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 he's back and... Uh, you know, it's great. I don't know what the, the tie, like it's strange. Cause you can seat the audience too, the way you want. And, um, I went and saw Chris rock, uh, a bunch of my best friends took me for my birthday one year and it was a great show. The funny thing about it is it's all white. It's an all white audience. He yeah. did not have a white audience or they pushed him in the back, but, mm-hmm. um, and it was cause to afford Chris rock tickets is fucking expensive. Really, really goddamn expensive. If you want to go see Chris Rock perform, I mean, it. I you're looking at like 150 bucks at a minimum, and uh, it, it's it is not a cheap night out. So I don't, I don't know what the 
it's, it almost feels like somebody told me he wasn't black enough. Like, hey, man, you should really fucking black it up and talk about the community. Um, Maybe. I, I don't know. It, it seems strange to me. Yeah, because like, before You don't that, live that life at yeah. all. And you haven't for 30 years. Because he was on Saturday Night Live in the 90s. Like, Yeah, he's good. I mean, even his appearances on Louis' show. Like it's yeah. him. He is rich as fuck. Louis like down and out. Yeah. He has to like visit Chris at his like mansion. Yeah. And he's like, dude, no, no. like you can't fucking crash or whatever it is. And then he's on comedians writing like anything. That All he of his did best friends are white. That, yeah, yeah. He talks about just being rich and being, you know, there's no. Uh, and the, the other, he doesn't seem to be the other thing about it was he, a white director direct, directed the show. So like directed the, the standup special, you know who it was? Oh. Bo Burnham. Really? Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. Super surprised by that. Um, Bo Burnham, if you don't know who it is, was a, uh, I guess he started off as like a teenage comedian was touring colleges, but he was, uh, he was a break.com. He was doing a lot of stuff for break.com back in the day where it was break was paying people. They were paying me, um, back in the day for sketches. They were paying Bo Burnham and, uh, he was he was racking up millions and millions of views, just playing songs on a keyboard in his bedroom. And that was the whole shtick of it. Um, he had gotten signed to a big deal out of, uh, uh out of Judd Apatow's company. Maybe I want to say five or six years ago, they were supposed to make a movie with him about his life and all this other shit it hasn't been made, but I saw that he wrote and directed a movie. It's that's at Sundance right now. Mm. Um, I, uh, and then directed Chris Rock's standup special. And I was like, fuck. Wow. Now, I mean, look, I will say this. It is, it's not incredibly difficult to do, direct a standup special. I, ju- I just did it for drinking bros live. Um, right. You know, you have three cameras and, uh, and a jib and you're kind of punching in and you're getting all the angles and it's not that difficult. Yeah, You're it, not writing his jokes. No. You're, yeah. The editing is difficult because it's, uh, you're trying to choose the best jokes and the angles and all that stuff. But I'm sure Chris Rock was in there and was just like, Hey, cool. But the fact that Chris Rock gave him that chance was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I know Bo Burnham has been doing stand up for years, like eight or nine years. And I, I read a, an article with him after Sundance saying, he was kind of over and burnt out on stand-up and wanted to do get behind the camera and do some shit. Um, over burnout on stand-up. I get it, man. Uh, it, it, being burnt out on stand-up, like if you're doing the same set night after night, and again, you go to these places, because I did it for fuck, almost eight years. You go to these places. There's not a lot of people there at night. Um, you're fucking bored. Like I, I never enjoyed coming out for anything under fucking 50 people and so, a lot of nights you don't get 30 where it's just like, cool. I could be at a fucking Starbucks and have a better crowd tonight and do my bits, you know, like, um, so I get it. Cause it's a grind and you know, he's at these schools. He was touring colleges, which is extremely lucrative. So I don't, I don't blame him for doing it. Those college tours that you see all your favorite comedians go on, uh, on Instagram and all that shit. Like, Know that that pays real goddamn well. So good. Because the, the, the school itself is paying for it. So it's not a bringer show. You don't have to bring, you know, fans or friends or anything like that. Uh, uh, the school is paying you and it doesn't matter if it's sold out or not. Um, and, you know, Bo Burnham was hot on college campuses. So I'm sure all of the shows were sold out. But eight years on the road when you're in a different city every night. Oh, yeah. Um, doing the same act every night, same material. 
is uh, that's a grind. That's a grind. And I, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a big fan of Bo Burnham's stand-up. I never was. But uh, the fact that he switched and been able to be, you know, successful at such a young age behind the camera, it's pretty goddamn impressive. Um, so good on him because yeah. shit, I, you know, even writing and directing a movie at Sundance is, that, that's fucking impossible. Yes. Um, and I, look, I'm sure he got in because of who he was. Um, let's face it. It wasn't, uh, an indie guy who just showed up sure. with, yeah, wasn't fucking bellflower showing up right. in there. Like, um, but still to write, direct and produce a movie is really fucking difficult. And to, to have Chris rock his, his first special back after 10 years, and say, hey, Bo Burnham's the, the directed. That's amazing. That's amazing. So hats off to you, Bo Burnham. Uh, that's, that's crazy, man. Directing-wise, um, Chris Rock didn't look that good. And there's a lot of smoke. So, uh, Well, Chris Rock is, is older now. And he's... The lighting was not great. Well... It, it did not go. It, his skin, it was not... Yeah, look... Isn't that, that part of directing? No. Because that, that's probably on Chris Rock. The lighting? and yes. the- um, Not just the lighting, but the smoke and how you wanted the stage to look. Okay. I, I think, when I watched it, by the way, it reminded me of Kanye's setup. Um, the last time I saw Kanye in concert, it was very similar. And I think he wanted that vibe. And uh, I don't know how much Bo Burnham has to do with that. Because okay. I, I saw this interview with Whitney Cummings and... Chris Rock was giving her notes mm-hmm. on how to look in like, like a background. So like Chris Rock has also directed fucking, I think five or six films. I, I, I'm going to say that was him. So I'm not, that one I'm not going to, I'm not going to pin on Bo, Bo Burnham. I, I personally like the stage. I like the smoke. I like the setup. Uh, I think Chris Rock may have had some work done, but uh, I kind of froze his face a little bit, but whatever. Uh, he looked good enough. I mean, shit, it's been 10 years. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm a bitch. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Go sleep in the car. Go he, sleep in I'm the like fucking this. car. I'm like this. He looked horrible. <laughs> Wasn't he? Oh, God. Oh, if, oh, what a bitch. If you can find the video show on iTunes and YouTube, go you look Jesse Wiseman's face up. <laughs> it's, <laughs> go look Jesse Wiseman's face up. It is amazing. It is amazing. Um, the other big story I wanted to, to chat about was, was uh, Peter Thiel uh, leaving Silicon Valley. Crazy-ass Peter Thiel. Yeah. Um, tell, tell the audience, because you were the one who told me that Peter Thiel was the, the basis for uh, Silicon Valley. For the uh, for Gavin? TV show. Yeah, yeah. for Gavin <coughs> on Silicon Valley, the crazy like main guy that owns um, Huli. Right. <laughs> Google. Yeah. Um, yeah, is based on him... Oh, Pretty much to the T, even that like young blood, like getting the blood from the toddler blood, toddler blood from yeah. the younger guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. Peter Thiel does shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's building an island in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. On just a fucking weird thing shit. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's definitely going for it these days. Uh, but he's leaving. He's leaving Silicon Valley over fucking politics. And what does that mean when you leave Silicon Valley? He's not going to be investing. He's not going to be. That's what I'm wondering. Like, is that is he not going to be investing? Away? <laughs> uh, well, he's going to move to L.A., which I find interesting because. Uh, wow, really rough and it really getting away from the. Well, there, there's there, there's a section in L.A. right before we left that they were trying to make happen called Silicon Beach. And it's in Playa. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Playa del Rey. And uh, just it's the beach wise. It's Santa Monica. 
Venice, Marina del Rey, and then Playa. Right. Right before you get to Manhattan Beach. So like uh, at the time, a lot of tech people were like, oh, we're going to make this a thing because it was cheaper. And that's yes. just to be honest with you. And um, they can get office space and stuff. Yes. There and and it, okay. But it is no longer cheaper anymore. Like it is not. it is on the come up and uh, they're taking over down there. Um, but he was the first investor in Facebook. Also, the uh, the the creator of PayPal. So, like, I mean, uh, that's a big deal for him to get the fuck out of there. He just said he's tired of talking about politics, tired of hearing about it. And. And all of this shit from from the rest of his buddies up there. I would imagine that circle is probably pretty small up there with those guys. There's Peter Thiel, Zuckerberg. Right. Um, I'd probably put. uh, Fuck, man. Whoever invented Uber, you know. Right. Um, Like even Twitter, even Musk. Elon Musk is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he lives there. Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like. uh, the, the fact that he's up and out of there, is he going to pull out of Facebook? I, I wonder because, you know, it, since he was one of the original, old, the, the, the investors, got a lot of money in that fucking thing. I read there was an article yesterday that said if you if you put, you know, just a thousand dollars into the um, uh, the IPO of Facebook, it's worth forty six hundred today. OK, so. Obviously, Peter Thiel's got millions and millions of dollars in there. Uh, I wonder, I wonder if, if, if he would get out of there at like a billion dollars close to now. I would get out of Facebook at this point if I was anyone. Maybe. I, I find myself using it less and less. I, just, I think with all the things, too, that are coming out as far as like them pushing algorithms and all of this shit, like I think it's going to crash and burn and something else is going to come up. That's actually a like free plat, like a you know what I mean? Yeah, that's well, look, not doing that kind of stuff. I have no idea, but it just feels to me like a dumpster fire. They they own Instagram, so I think that's their saving grace. Where sure, but, when I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, all right, great. What do I use the most? I probably I probably use Instagram, Twitter for news. Like Twitter is my go to for news. Like even sure. the shooting yesterday, like yeah. They just have the, the fastest information before news sites do. And, um, you know, I, I find myself, I would say Instagram and Twitter, my, my two, and then Facebook is, is third to me now. Where Facebook, it didn't used to be like that. Uh, I, I personally hate Facebook's algorithms. Yeah, I'm just, seeing so much shit that isn't my real friends. Yeah. That it's like. And enough of that. And more Fuck. and more of that coming to light and more and more people going to Facebook and not feeling like maybe their posts aren't going out. They're not seeing their fan, like stuff like that enough yeah. is going to be like. Yeah. Bye. So Facebook as a company has Instagram, I guess, but Facebook as a like platform, um, I think is going to crash and burn at a um, not soon, soon, but. It will. Yeah, it will. Um, I wonder if, if Instagram is going to be their savior. I, I also wonder if uh, this new TV app that they're creating is going to do anything. Um, mm-hmm. Again, everybody's getting into original content and th- you know, they're shelling out some money for shows now. So if, if, if somebody's going to reinvent it, I, I, I would put my money on Zuckerberg. But uh, Facebook as a whole, like one, I'd like to see things chronological. Same with Instagram. That fucking pissed me off to no end when Instagram stopped going chronological. 
Like I, I fucking hate it. No, what is they're the not. The algorithm then. The algorithms, things that you like the most or view the most. So no, I don't care. But th- those um, those show up. No, I, I do because it's like again, I would rather see my friends and family first rather than like other sites. But you know, you have like a like Barstool Sports. I love Barstool Sports. Right? They post five, six times throughout the day. Therefore, they're going to show up in my feed more often because I like most of their stuff and I watch most of their stuff the most. Therefore, they're do- dominating my algorithms. Um, the guy, Donnie Drama, we had on the show, on the Instagram famous show who was going through it, he posts 11 times a day. Um, therefore, like I'm, I'm bound to see one of his posts mm. more than everybody else's. Right, right. But I find the most joy in my friends. Um, and then a handful of of others mm-hmm. um that i you know i like like lad bible or something like that right. but um i i wish they would go back to chronological where it's just like fuck man if people are posting 11 times throughout the day if it's chronological i'm gonna see it anyways so why do you keep jamming the same shit in my face um and and now they're suggesting people for me to follow which i'm not stoked about that either where mm-hmm. it's like it's celebrities so it's like, motherfucker, if I wanted to follow Taylor Swift, I'd follow Taylor Swift. You don't have to put her in my feed as a suggestion of who to follow. And if you're going to suggest people to me, make it people that I, I like or listen to or, or follow or, you know, in that realm. Like you suggesting Taylor Swift doesn't do jack dick for me um, or pink or somebody like that. Like I, I'm good on that. Like suggest somebody cool or badass that I don't know about that's on Facebook. Like like Walt Goggins, you know? Right. Like uh fuck. That that guy's rad. Like I enjoy his yeah. shit. Suggest like Danny McBride or somebody like that. Right, right, um, right. I don't the other shit, like, great. I so if I I know who Katy Perry is. If I want to fucking follow Katy Perry, I would have been following Katy Perry. Yeah, and who why do why does Katy they don't need to get more fucking no, followers? They have like Taylor Swift's in the hundreds We're of millions good. of followers. Like We're good. what what does that do for me? Um for them, I think, you know, for a company like Instagram, they want to push Taylor Swift because they have a hundred million followers and the more shit they post the bigger Instagram becomes. So I, I think that's why they're doing it. Right. But I'm pissed off about it. Um, I, I wish they'd go back to chronological and all this shit so I can see my actual friends and family. But uh, I, that's my gripe with it. Uh, you know, Facebook is trying to fix themselves by limiting news articles. They did pass that algorithm, um, which is, it's, you know. Something else will come up. Something else will come up, but it's killing news organizations like the New York Times. I know Trump always jokes about the failing New York Times. They are failing. They're eliminating half their staff. It feels like every two weeks, half their staff is gone and they've moved on to a subscription based thing. I don't, I, I, I look, I wake up and read 10 to 12 papers a morning. The, the problem with that now online is with the New York times, they only let you, they only, they're only giving you five articles a month now. So if you want the thing, you have to get the paper delivered. No, subscribe, subscribe to it digitally because the, 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 the president or CEO of the New York Times two days ago came out and just said, I'm, I'm giving everybody a warning. All print is dead in 10 years after he fired a bunch of people. Um, and I was just like, hey, bro, um, if, if you're just saying that now, you're super late to that fucking party because that's, we, we knew that probably five years ago. Right. It, that the fact that you're just figuring out now almost makes me feel sad for you. Yeah, New York Times. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed, look, I, I still read them every day pretty much, but uh, I, I enjoyed the New York times before 
Trump got elected before it got political and they have their own agenda and opinion pieces now where it's just like, Jesus Christ, man, I just report the fucking news. Just give me the facts. That's, that's all it is. I don't, I'm not going to you for any other source. If I want to hear people's opinions on shit, I'll listen to podcasts and people that I like. Right. You know, uh, if I want to hear Joe Rogan's opinion on something like, great, I'm going to go find Rogan. Uh, or, or somebody like that, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. not the goddamn New York Times. It is news, and I want to separate news from fiction, yeah, or from opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want news and it's news fair. only. We tried, you know, last night when we got home, we flipped on CNN, and it was uh, Anderson Cooper transitioning into Don Lemon. I don't want to fucking see Don Lemon. Um, well, if he wants to tell me what's happening in the shooting, that's fine. But he, he didn't. switched to him. It was just a single imagine, camera. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine you send your kids with to thing. school. And he's got and mascara on and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck am I? I can't well, take you seriously. Just the narrative of it's just the gun control thing. So yeah, they just it, it go is. But, into this. but again, a guy who was raging his ass off every New Year's Eve and, sh- and showing his ass like. I can't, I can't take him seriously as a newsman anymore. I can't, yeah. I can't do it. Like, sorry. As a newsman. Yeah. And again, we've talked about this. Like you, you think Cronkite was out on fucking New Year's uh, live on ABC or, you know, whatever network he was on. You know, yeah, I'm no, sure. He's getting yeah. martini drunk in the comfort of his own. Fucking yeah. Fuck yeah. He was pa- chill party or, or some underground fucking oh, bar yes. in New York city. Oh, like yes. doing it in private. I don't want to see your fucking shit. So like him coming on and being all serious about, you know, gun control and telling me what to do. Fuck you, Don Lemon. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear your opinion on shit. Just give me the fucking news. I want you to tell me what's going on yeah. in the situation. Like what's really going on. It's a news network. So I, I'm not, I'm not there for your opinion. We, you know, we flipped over to ABC news, which is more factual. Yeah. And, uh, just fact-based. So that was nice. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, that's, that's the way of the world now. So you're going to be subscribing for everything. And that bothers me about shit. Like I'm tired of these little charges showing up at the beginning of every month for the 90 fucking things I have to have a subscription for now. Right. Cause that's a lot now. I mean, it, it, I was going through the, the, the credit card as we're you know, going after a new house and mm-hmm. like just looking at the charges at the beginning of the month. And it's like, all right, I'm getting charged $15 for Dropbox. I'm getting mm-hmm. charged. $15 for Netflix, HBO, $15, Showtime. Right, right, right. These are all separate little tiny yeah, charges. Yeah, yeah. I use this uh, uh, site called DocuSign for a million. $15. Yeah, 15 bucks a month. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, uh, it's over and over. And, and it's like, God, I have 90 of these fucking 15 to $5 charges. I saw ESPN is going to put out a, a new app. Um, cause Disney's trying to, to, to bury them all together, but they're putting out a new app and they're like, Oh, we're going to put all the 30 for 30 library on there. You're going to get extra content that you wouldn't see on TV, but you're not getting live sports. And they want you to pay $5 for that. And it's like all of these little bitch ass gimp charges. Like I'm fucking tired of it. Bitch ass. Monetize it with, charges. monetize it with, with fucking something. Hotmail's trying to do the same thing. What? Yeah. So they're they're like, oh, you can use a, you pre- a premium site, and it's just like, bro, if you're if you're driving me to, I'm one of the last people on earth with Hotmail. You're trying to drive me to fucking Google, you know, to Gmail. Like, congratulations, How dare you? Yeah, but they were like, oh, this is premium. This is premium. You're gonna get. You're not gonna see ads on the side of your thing. I was like, I oh fuck. Like, I'm sending an email. I don't give a shit if there's an ad on the side of it for baby food. 
Right. Um, but I'm sick of these little nickel and dime charges now for every, and that's what's going to happen. Because Disney, by the way, is is all fired up to uh, to move all their shit to an app, and that's coming. That app is coming at the end of the year, and they're going to try to take on Netflix um, with all of their you know animation and everything in the Disney library. So get ready for that. That'll be another fucking fifteen dollars that they're going to hit us for that we're going to going to do it. But it's like God, just going through the the, the, the charges on your 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 debit card at the beginning of every month is depressing where it's just like, uh, I don't, I just don't want to see 900 charges to start the month. Like bundle it up, motherfucker. Like right. get it together, man. Um, and for, for a fucking dro- Dropbox and shit, like, fuck you, dude. It's just space. Like uh, you want every app and every company to just bundle it together and well, give you run one. ads on the side. <laughs> like I, well, for, for example, we're we're a free podcast right like we have sponsors that we say that that help pay for the show and pay for the production the lights cameras uh editing all that shit um great we say it during the show but it's it's a free show yeah we're putting out a free show three times a week including drink bros five days a week um five days a week we're putting out free shows we have sponsors sponsors pay for that shit we do it in the middle of the show you listen to it you can not listen to it your call whatever um but it's fucking free we're not charging people. We have the option to charge people. Mm-hmm. That's now a thing now on, on, uh, on our website host. Um, we, we could charge. There's a paywall now, and we could charge you know a dollar a show, five dollars a no show. No way. No. Some people charge for their shows. Some people do it. Uh, we're not going to do it, but uh, some people are doing it. Hmm. And um, I, I, it's like, fuck, I'm not going to goddamn do that. Another, what would you. you call it? Gimpy. A gimpy ass fucking charge at the end of the month. Uh, sure. You know, you take YouTube, another perfect example. You upload everything for free to YouTube. I don't pay to use YouTube. It's free to upload anything. So is anybody in the world. Um, however, if you want to make money off of it, so, so YouTube can make money off of it, you click the monetization, they show you an ad, and great, you're on about your fucking day. Um, they're not charging you. Um, you, have a, you have an option to buy their you know, YouTube Red service, which is to me is garbage, but uh, in no way will I ever buy that. Sure. But you have the option. Uh, YouTube itself is, is just started a cable package. Same as Sling. Pay 50 bucks. You get you know, all your channels and it's a, it's a fucking YouTube app. And then you get YouTube Red for free. But you get cable with it. You, know? you get cable channels and all of that shit. Sure. Uh, but they're not charging us for these fucking stupid ass gimpy goddamn charges. Just to start the month with 900 charges of $5. Like, get it together, man. Right. Get your fucking life together. Ugh. Uh, losers. I, that's the reason I, like, I haven't, we haven't cut the cord and still have cable. Is, you know, HBO and Showtime is under that. Because we used to have those apps. I, get, I just got sick of seeing the charges. I was like, I'm going to buy it through cable. I can still get it on my apps through that. Right, you right, know? right. Um, so, fuck it. Uh, this brings us to the, the point in the show for the revolutionary figure of the day. Uh, the revolutionary figure day I'm skipping this week. Um, instead, uh, I'm, I'm just going to get it to the, the person of the day um, or the hero of the day, the, the, the person who d- deserves it and deserves to get his name out there. Uh, and I'm talking about assistant football coach and security guard Aaron Feiss, um, who died at that uh, Parkland High School. Uh, he was... Uh, a teacher there. He was uh, a football coach there. He had, uh, by, by the pictures online, he had a, he had a very young daughter as well. And uh, when this fucking asshole came in, guns ablaze and shooting up the school, 
he dove in front of the kids and protected as many kids as he could from getting shots. And uh, he was shot multiple, multiple times um, trying to protect the children in his high school. And um, instead of being a, you know, a revolutionary figure, he's just, just a fucking hero. So rather than to, to say the shooter's name, uh, we're only going to say Aaron Feist's name and, uh, uh, and send our love to the family. And, uh, and everybody at that school, because it, it could have been a lot worse uh, without him doing this. He was a bigger guy, too, so he was able to protect more people. Uh, doing that with, with young kids, especially, uh, it, it appears from the pictures online, um, it looks like a young daughter. She maybe looks about one, one and a half oh, years no. old. So lose your father at that age is, uh, is terrible. And uh, to, to put your life in front of uh, other children to protect them from dying. Um, I, I just feel that he should be recognized today. Uh, so to, uh, to Aaron Feist and his family, uh, you were a true hero, sir. And, uh, and we thank you for what you did, uh, for Jesse Wiseman, AKA the Jables. I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night.